questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. And tonight, this is an impromptu interview. Traditionally, we have Jeff Harmon take the very first spot every year to give us a perspective of the year ahead. Recently, I was asked to have him back because things are moving very fast and perhaps we need to give you an update. Jeff was going to return in a few weeks, but today we were supposed to have a professor from Oxford who is making news all over the world about his research into aliens procreating with humans. Unfortunately, Professor Chi had a personal emergency and had to cancel at the last minute. This would have been the second university professor coming to Veritas to discuss the topic of alien life. The other is Professor Michael Masters, who believes UFOs are time machines from the future and aliens are our descendants. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and much more. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And to discuss the deep state, the future of the United States and the world, as we enter this half of 2019, our special guest is Jeff Harmon, a second-generation astrologer and spiritual consultant with 40 years of experience. Jeff teaches how conscious self-awareness can lead us out of the matrix of our karmic past, which is revealed by the ancient practices of astrology. His website is jeffharmon.com. You know him by now. Jeff joins us directly from Holy Weird. I mean, Hollywood, California. Hello, Jeff, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Mel. Thanks. Was I right in saying Holy Weird? Did I offend you by saying that? No, you don't offend me at all. I mean, hey, I've, I've been coming out here for a long, long time, and, and it's, you know, there's all kinds of viewpoints over here, I'll tell you that. How does it feel for you and your wife, Camille? I always ask you the question, but I'm always curious. The more time you spend there, and things are turning really, really, and again, folks, you know I'm a libertarian. I'm, I'm really apolitical. But when I see socialism and communism creeping up, I get concerned because most people say, you know, Mel, this we haven't tested that here. It can work here. Folks, I know the signs. I have all my family suffered from communism. So I've been used to it for years, for decades. So when I hear the signs and I see them, I can tell you it's coming. And at least the United States, we're the last bastion of people who can avoid that. But when I see California, Jeff, your state is really, really going bonkers. I mean, look at San Francisco. There's an app that tells me if I'm going to step on poop, look at that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't have that app yet. I, I don't know if I'm going to get it. But uh, yeah, it, it gets pretty nuts. I mean, it's nuts everywhere. And and I think that's what the astrology shows. Where If we were ever in a time where things were absolutely crazy, it's right now. No question about it. And it's going to continue to get probably a little more nuts, which I hope it doesn't, but it could. Well, I'm in Arizona. And I got to tell you, I see a lot of people 
a lot of wealthy people moving to this state and the majority are from California and the answer is all the same. We just can't stand it anymore. And a lot of young yeah. people too, a lot of young it's professionals. It's so expensive here. Not only that, I, Jeff, but they're, they're separating families and there are young people who have jobs in California who are getting married, who say, we can't make it. We can't make it. We, we have to move out and they're moving to Arizona. Yeah, I know. I'm hearing it all the time. It's a beautiful place. I love the weather here, but it's probably three times as expensive as most places. It's it's really expensive. I, I have to say my expenses are three times what they used to be. Oh, I lived there for four years in northern, southern, southern California in the 90s. And I have to say, I mean, it's such a beautiful state. I mean, no question about that. It's its its own country in a way. And the economy used to be one of the most powerful in the world. I think it was the, the sixth most powerful, if you were a country, it would be the sixth most powerful. Is that, am I right in saying that? Yeah, I, I hear that it's its huge. It's colossal, the size of the economy here. It's absolutely huge. But when you have taxes on that, you have forced vaccinations. It's almost becoming oh, a dictatorship. Yeah, it definitely is. In fact, I've been hearing that they're moving in that direction to even forcing adults having uh, vaccinations pretty soon. Yeah, I see that talk the, about it. the government has vehicles that are just driving by. What, are they going to have a, a registry just like they have a gun registry of people who, I mean, are they going to have, well, right now, you know this, all the medical records of every single citizen of the United States has been digitized. So there's a database somewhere with every single record, yours, mine. Is it going to be, well, Jeff, I don't see that you have been, uh, you haven't gotten the this or that vaccine. Are they going to stop in your house with a, you know, pointing a gun at you, do this or get arrested? Is that where we're going? I hope not. I really hope not. But I'll tell you what, one of the things that we're experiencing right now is this Saturn-Pluto conjunction. I've been warning about it for years. And this is clearly a time when empires fall and new ones are built on it. And, you know, I went back in history since I talked to you last, and I couldn't believe the correlations to this. Why this one is so intense is it's happening in what we call tropical Capricorn, which in plain English means it's exceedingly powerful. Um, one of the things I, I went back, World War I started right almost exactly on, not exactly, but close to uh, a Saturn-Pluto conjunction. The opposition was the, uh, well, I, I think it was uh, Wilson sold the country to the owners in, uh, uh, I think it was 2016 or 18. And then we had the Dust Bowl. We had the stock market crash in the 29s and through 30s. And then World War II broke out on the, what we call, uh, third phase, which is the final square, and it ended just before the conjunction. And now we're in another cycle just like that, but this one is more powerful. It's a lot more powerful. And that's why we're seeing fascism really collide with freedom. Fascism colliding with freedom, but what about communism and socialism creeping up here? I mean, this is the time it would happen. And I, I'll make a prediction here. It's interesting because I'm actually doing some stuff on Donald Trump's chart right now. And I got to be careful what I say, Mel, because if I say anything that sounds positive about Donald Trump, speaking of California, I will have a swarm of Priuses around me and they'll beat me with hemp clubs. Um, and Get if in I say line. anything. Get in line. 
Yeah. If I say anything positive or negative, I, I just get heat from everyone. This man is so controversial. And I did a lot deeper study. In fact, I'm putting out a YouTube video about this very soon, where Don, Donald Trump escaped a Kalasarpa yoga, which is a very strange term that it's very karmic. In fact, some people call it a serpent curse. He missed it by two hours. That I've never seen a chart that has something that tight. Plain English, it really gives empowerment to an individual, whether you like him or hate him. I mean, he is stirred. I mean, politics have never been like this. I mean, look at the news. The Mueller report came out today, or not Mueller report, but Mueller gave the testimony on it. And again, this was the same technique that Comey used. We're not going to say they're guilty. We're not going to say they're not guilty, but we're just going to come out and create more dissension. It stirs the and plot that's even exactly more. Exactly what happened. Yeah, to cause more dissension. And. This is the art. You create chaos, and then through that, while everybody's fighting, you move in what you want. And Donald Trump is really in a tough cycle right now. He's got a cycle that's a 27-year-long cycle. It's a little over that. It's called the Secondary Progress Moon. It's been in his 12th house ever since he took the presidency. And here's what's interesting. It's coming. In fact, the Mueller report came out within days to when he had the progress moon conjuncting Mars. Now, for anybody that doesn't know astrology, that is very abrasive. It's very intense. And out it comes. And of course, we see both sides of the fence. The fur just flew. Then, we, of course, we have Mueller coming out today saying what he said. And his progress moon just crossed Washington. Well, it'll cross Donald Trump's ascendance because he, Donald Trump was born in Queens Village, New York. So when he moved to Washington, D.C., his transits and progressions happened just a little sooner. Why? He's a little farther west, if you look on a map. So he has the progress moon technically conjuncting his ascendant 627 of 2019, meaning June 27th, which is right around the corner, less than a month away. Then he's out of the woods by September 17th of 2019. He makes it to that. He's really out of the woods because for the first time in 27 and a half years, approximately, he will have a new era beginning. And I have a sneaking suspicion based on everything I can measure in astrology. There's some people really, really nervous about these FISA documents being unclassified and bar. I think, I think there's a mole digging underneath Washington right now that's about ready to undermine the crap storm that's going to cave in on a lot of people. And it may not seem that way, but I think there's some really nervous people. When I read Robert Mueller on TV today, I noticed this guy looks a little nervous. He doesn't look too happy, does he? No, he had a high-pitched voice, and that usually happens when you're nervous, or maybe it's because it's getting older. But again, folks, if you're liberal or if you're a conservative, and I, I have both types listening to our program, and I appreciate that, what you hear tonight is not only going to be positive about Trump, I'm also going to bring some things up that I disagree with, that I've noticed and I do not like. And 
Jeff and I will discuss those things. So stay tuned and don't tune out because we're just mentioning the name Trump. We try to be as apolitical as possible, but it just so happens that he's in the center of the target right now. But before we continue with Trump, I have to ask you this. This is all over the place, Jeff. I believe the United States and the world is turning into a digital dictatorship. And we talk about freedom of speech here and all. It's not happening anymore because the mechanism that you and I and many of our, my colleagues and our listeners use to, to get information these days, it's, not only, it's no longer the TV. I hear daily how people are just disconnecting cable and they use YouTube, they use certain platforms, but we are being censored left and right. I mean, you probably have heard how from the beginning of the year we have been censored and it happens all the time. Oh, totally. Digital totally. dictatorship. I, I was just blocked on Facebook, and so was Camille for no reason at all. We don't know why. They, we sent emails. We asked, so, hey, what did we do wrong? What did you Not say? Notice. They didn't say anything. And then about two or three weeks later, we came back online. See what you just say. Very important. They didn't say anything. It happened to us with YouTube. happened to us with Google. happened to us with our payment processor. We asked, why did you do this? No explanation. I, I, an empty spreadsheet here, uh, vague comments there. Oh, your material is copyrighted. Our own material, our own radio interviews allegedly are copyrighted when I own 100% of the intellectual property. So where are we going when it comes to, to freedom of speech and also political correctness? I was just chatting with your wife this morning, Camille, about the upcoming movie that she's going to be in. Loquisha is the name. I've been seeing the, the oh, trailer. Really and controversial. It's hilarious, hilarious. I don't take it as racist at all. But no, it wasn't. And it, there was a lot of great African-American people in there yes. who didn't either. So I don't know why it got such uh, controversial reviews. I thought it was really great. But where I'm going with this, if you are a professional comedian, a stand-up comedian, there are plenty in the United States. Do you are you still going to have a job in the next few years? Yeah, that's a good question. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Remember the movie Running Man? Of course, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, it was back in the eighties, uh, where he was the uh, police officer in the helicopter, and who had had that game show hosted? Yeah, was Richard like Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, and they digitized him doing the exact opposite thing. He didn't, want to, he didn't want to shoot the crowd below, but they said, no, go ahead, shoot him. And he refused. Well, then they made a video out where like he actually did it and then prosecuted him. This kind of stuff, they, they just created algorithms that they had the Mona Lisa and all these different people talking from a picture. Oh. So we're moving into an era that I, I saw that. These, have you seen that lately? Yeah. They're doing that. It's incredible. Um, we, we could literally take a picture of anyone with these algorithms and make them out like they said something they never said. Incriminating evidence. And, you know, I used to do forensics work and, you know, the courts, if they submit something and they're convinced it's real, I mean, you know, it's kind of creepy to think about. That's it. The jury. I mean, right now, I don't know, if folks, if you have heard of deep fakes Go to YouTube and just Google deep fakes. But I saw an interview. I forgot the actor. He's a comedian. But he was being interviewed in, by Conan O'Brien, I believe it was. And all of a sudden, his face and his voice morphs into Arnold Schwarzenegger. It completely, yeah. you cannot tell the difference. And then you have these 
pictures that are coming out where there are people who do not exist. Apparently, they morph people into mixtures of people. So if there's a shooting, another false flag, for example, where they kill 50 kids, God forbid, and they show 50 kids, you say, oh, look at those beautiful children. But none of them exist. And as you said, I've seen it lately where they're putting Mona Lisa or Leonardo da Vinci. No, no, Leonardo da Vinci. I, I forgot They who. can do it with anybody. They anybody. can do it with anybody. That's exactly right. If you take a picture, they can use algorithms that make your lips like they're moving, and they can actually line it up so the phonetics match anything. And it won't be long. They'll be able to replicate voices, too. Oh, they already do that. Well, probably didn't mean Leonardo da Vinci. I meant Pablo Picasso. But a few years ago, I saw Adobe. You know, Adobe, the the the, the company that manufactures uh, the software Photoshop. Sure, they absolutely. had the same thing, but for voice. And they actually took somebody's voice, and then put it through a computer and gave a whole paragraph, and the person was reading. I mean, they, 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 there were a bunch of, of people there, and they said, "Okay, we're going to use your voice." And you're going to make, you know, read this. And the person could not believe what was going on. This is what I've been saying. Uh, remember I talked about it on your show, and I talked about it the last few years. There's a Saturn-Jupiter conjunction that happens once every 240 years. And the next one is the winter solstice of 2020. So not this winter, but the next one. That's really a marker point going to see the world is going to become so high tech. I, I, I predict we're going to be growing teeth in 10 years. I, I really do. I, I think the technology that's available that's been kept underground is going to start surfacing when it becomes more commercially feasible to do so. We're going to see literally, in fact, already you've got Teslas driving themselves and other cars. This will pave the way for flying automobiles. They've already got flying uh, motorcycles. And uh, the drone thing is just the beginning. In fact, they have police uh, bikes now that actually can go with carbon fiber and fly along the. Uh, I think I think they're doing it in Dubai. In Dubai, right yeah, that's already out in Dubai. But the, the military's got that. I've heard. Yeah, I'm sure. And by the way, the software is Adobe Voco, V-O-C-O. And some people wonder if it's dead. This is from 2018, and no comment, no further comment from. Adobe, and I think they probably saw the how this could be used as a weapon, and maybe that's why they removed it from the the market or the you know, any projection of using it. It's off the table now, Jeff. Yeah, the creepy thing is, is if this gets into the wrong hands and to the right people, and they want to take you out, they could really do it. But then again, how would juries function in the future if you have this technology out there that they can? put you or, or I, our faces, and they could uh, animate them and use our voices exactly as they are. How could that pass the a jury? How could the jury just not believe that what they're seeing is not real? Well, if, you know, they're, they're convinced it is, you're done. You know, I, I used to work in, in, as a professional witness doing voice print analysis, and if you can match up and convince a jury that that's that individual's voice, well, then that's supporting evidence. And, you know, I hope there's safeguards built in to where we can take apart digital files and actually prove that they haven't been messed with. I, I actually uh, won a case uh, for a public defender. A lieutenant in the Navy was being charged 
with a uh, murder of a cab driver. He was the last one in the cab, and the guy was found with a knife in his neck. And I was able to show the jury that the tapes used in the uh, what they call verbatim transcripts of the uh, interviews of the witnesses was actually tampered with. They stopped them when they said they didn't. There was a whispering in there. We were able to prove it by the bias which back then, that was in the 80s, you know, you, you certainly could. And then, then that was the years of analog, which is long since gone. So the same thing happens in digital. There are footprints that can be taken apart. The problem is, is you start getting really sophisticated algorithms that can reconstruct it from scratch. Well, then you got no way to prove it. Well, not only that, Jeff, but conversely, how many men and I'm not attacking women here, folks, but how many men have gone to jail when they have been falsely accused of of rape or what have you because it's it's the woman's testimonial against the man. But imagine if you are a Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein or somebody else and somebody produces a piece of footage that's been manufactured by this technology. It, kind of you see what I mean? Oh, yeah. You bet. It's kind of creepy. So with, with President it's Trump. Almost like Minority Report. Exactly. It's, it's pre-crime, the pre-crime unit. Exactly right. We know you're up to something. We've just got to find it. Now, let's discuss, <laughs> let's discuss again. Uh, let me go back to this digital dictatorship and the polit political correctness. And as I was mentioning, jokingly, the, the movie Loquitia. Which is, again, hilarious, and your wife is in it. But she and I were talking about it, and she says that she's getting comments from people saying, oh, that's racist and this and that. I don't take it that way, but some people do. Are we coming to a point where freedom of speech is just a name, but in reality, everything that you say is always going to be taken through a filter? And if it even has one percentage of offensive language, you're not going to be allowed to even speak. Yeah, it could get that way. I don't know. The thing I would say is I look to the dust to start to settle here in the next couple of years as this Saturn Pluto. And by the way, the, one of the reasons we're getting such bizarre weather patterns, not only are we having the jet streams being messed with and maybe the oil spills and some of the melting of the ice and all that is affecting that. But the Saturn-Pluto conjunction and the alignments that I see coming up this fall into next year clearly show we're going to see the Pacific Rim light up. And I'm very concerned about California and the West Coast, particularly the Pacific Northwest. I mean, look at – in the, I've been coming out you – know, I, I used to live in Marina Del Rey in the early 80s. And then I moved back and forth between the Midwest and here. And then I finally moved out here in the late 90s permanently. And I have never seen weather like this. And a lot of old timers I know said, I've never seen a, a year like this. I mean, it's just unprecedented. The uh, rain we've got, the cold weather, and it's been bone chilling cold. And then look at what's going on. It's not that unusual to see tornadoes this time of year, but a lot of severity and the flooding. I mean, it's really unprecedented. And I think that all is going to start to settle probably in the next year or so. Well, here in Arizona, I've been here for 20 some years and I have never in my life in May, I mean, we're, this is, we're recording this at the very end of May and a few days ago, the temperature was at noon, 79 degrees. 
It, you should, it should be about 104 by now. Yeah, that's true. Do you think exactly this is a normal, right. yeah. a normal pattern or is there something else going on? Well, I, I think there's a lot going on. I, I really think the Saturn-Pluto is messing with the weather. Uh, my grandmother, who passed away at 102, said when the Dust Bowl happened, which is, of course, in the late 20s, I don't know, I forget the exact date, but she said we thought the world was ending. And she lived in Illinois, just uh, west of Chicago. She said we, we couldn't believe it. It was just so intense, the weather patterns. And we're in a cycle just like that right now, actually even a little more intense. Look at the Midwest. It's just a mess right now. It's unprecedented. The river cresting and the flooding, it's, it's pretty intense. Yeah, I can see. I mean, this is the 1930s during the Depression. If you were in the middle of the Dust Bowl, you would think this is just a, an apocalyptic event happening. Six oh, years. Yeah. Six years that lasted. Sure did. It was pretty intense. And we're, we've been in it. We've been in it. I, I think we're at the um, we're heading towards the peak over this next year. That's what I think. Do you think the haboobs, you know what I'm talking about? Am I saying that right? Yeah. The haboobs oh, that yeah. we see in Arizona, is that the equivalent of what people saw in the 1930s? That's a good question. I don't know. But I, I remember living in Tucson. Those things are powerful. We had one, a, a little windstorm hit the side of the house. My God, I thought it was going to blow the windows out. They're powerful. Yeah, Haboob, a violent and oppressive wind blowing in summer, especially in Sudan, bringing sand from the desert. Well, folks, when you see that coming your way and you're in the middle of the highway, that is pretty scary because you have semis oh, yeah. behind you, in front of you, and you see that you cannot even see the hand in front of your nose. I was coming in on the 10 right by Picacho Peak. Yeah. And I was in, uh, thank God, a diesel truck, and it was pretty heavy. It was an excursion. And I literally saw a huge branch off a tree just blow right in front of me. It was so intense. You couldn't see, I don't think, five feet in front of you. It was unbelievable. Well, let me give some some food for my liberal friends who also listen to us so that you know that I'm not just parroting one side. I, I see things like it is. But when I see that President Trump took over— and he was completely against the Iraq war. But the first thing he does now, after a year in power, is taking a John Bolton under his wing, the security advisor. And it's all, let's go to Syria. And now I haven't seen this push for Iran as we have seen before. And, well, Venezuela, that's a different story. But Iran, that's not going to be a cake, you know, a cakewalk like, like Iraq was. And also Trump, what I'm about to say may offend some people, but I receive information that Baron Trump, his son, may be autistic, and nothing wrong with people who are autistic, but I know Trump questioned that condition based on vaccination, and I know he was one of those vaccine skeptics and total for the right of people, and look at him now, totally, totally pro-vaccine. And again, the people who always say, uh, women especially, my body, what is it? What is it that they say? My my body, my my decision. What is it? My right, my body, something like that. Yeah, how something like yeah. How come they don't say the same thing about people who are against vaccination? No, I agree. I agree. My body, my choice, or something like that. 
Yeah, that's very mysterious why he's taking that position. You know, Trump, George Carlin actually had it right. Forget the politicians, you have owners. And I think Trump is being influenced in some cases by the uh, powers that be behind the throne. And it's really not even a deep state, in my opinion. He was put in, or uh, he got in, but he's backed by some very powerful people. And there appear to be different factions. And um, they're clearly the people behind the money printers. And he's he wouldn't be drawing breath if he wasn't backed by some pretty powerful people. That's my opinion. And I think that may be part of what's going on. Got to remember, they shaped the world in World War One and World War Two. Yes. That was, you know, all about repositioning of the financial powers that be. And it oh. did that. Well, first we had the Federal Reserve Act in 1913, 1914. We get the Tax Revenue Act because they needed us, the, 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 the people in the plantation, the slaves, to pay for the war by taxing us. And then the first thing that came about was what? World War One, then World War Two, then Korea, then Vietnam. And we have never stopped fighting. But when it comes to Trump, here's my honest opinion. I think after The Apprentice... It was the ratings were going down, and he had a book. He had a second book. I think that he it was a ploy, maybe to 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 make him more famous. Let me see. Let, let's just pretend that I'm running. I really don't think that he expected to win the nomination, let alone the presidency. But once he's in and he sees that people are reacting to that, well, why not? And the powers that want to be didn't see that coming and didn't see the wave of people who were tired of the the same left-right paradigm. And he saw in Trump a, you know, a, 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 what do you call it? One of those people that they don't see coming. And boom, he won the presidency. But once you're in, and this is my observation, he is either coerced to make certain decisions, had a change of heart, or is a Trojan horse. What do you think? Well, I think Trump's, you know, from what I can see, he's he definitely wanted the presidency. That's what I think. I think he really went after it hard and heavy. I actually heard that um, even Reagan had mentioned he'd made a good president. I'm not so sure that there weren't factions that um, knew this was going to happen a long time ago. It's, it's interesting because um, in his life, there would have been no time prior to this he could have won the presidency. And his astrology shows literally days before he took and won that that election, he hit cycles that actually released it. It's almost kind of like it's destined to be from what I can see in the Vedic astrology. And what's really interesting is what's coming up this September for Donald Trump is a whole new chapter. And I hope that everything in the Middle East doesn't break loose because that's been something I've been saying for a long time. I'm worried about that situation with Israel and Iran. And I think if it gets going, that's likely to how uh, likely how it'll happen. I, I don't think these guys are stupid enough to attack us. They, they wouldn't win. You mean Iran? Yeah. Oh, if they haven't attacked anybody in, in, in how many hundreds of years. I mean, this is just complete bogus whether they're just trying to get us into a war based on two things two pipelines there's the syria russia pipeline or the 
uh, what is it, the uh, Iran, Iraq, uh, Turkey pipeline via Europe. That's exactly what it is. And a war for the greater Israel. Because what if you see the map of the greater Israel, you'll see exactly where that is. And by the way, this is the kind of talk that gets us, gets us shut down from YouTube. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I really can't call it. Uh, the only thing I can say is that something big is coming is coming here with Trump, and I think it's going to be this whole um, situation with William Barr. I really do. I think there's going to be a lot of indictments. Bingo. I think there's something to what Q has been saying, and uh, again, I think there's a mole under Washington right now, tunneling very deep, and the crap storm's going to cave in pretty soon. That's what it looks like to me. I think you hit the nail on the head, and this is why I'm saying this. It's whack the dog. What's coming? Because of what the 10 minutes that Mueller used today to tell the people that he actually did not confirm that he was out of the woods, if you will. The Democrats are going to take that to the House, and they're going to continue with a little I word, impeach, impeach, impeach. And but they're not going to get anywhere. Not, they're, they're not going to get anywhere. Get but it, it, well, imagine this. And honestly, folks, if you have been Obama, and there was a coup behind it, and I knew that there's some people on the right that were trying to just that get rid of him, I would have said the same thing. Come on, let the guy be president. I mean, Mueller said it today. He cannot be prosecuted, period. So they couldn't do anything. But imagine in the last almost three years, all the things that he have done, and you have to give credit where credit is due, whether you're left or right. He has done some good things. Imagine if he was able to accomplish this with this black cloud over his head of, of you know, impeachment and, and investigations. Imagine without it, how much more would he have done, Jeff? Yeah, probably quite a bit. I, only thing I can tell you is Trump has some really powerful, unprecedented energies releasing, and and it's going to happen between now. Well, first off, in in uh, September seventeenth, there's a huge progression that's called a secondary progress moon that hasn't happened to this guy for twenty seven and a half years. He's got a once in a lifetime thing that's happening in December. The progression, it's called the primary direction of Uranus, is crossing his ascendant this December. In fact, it happens right at the end of the year. So something really big is in the wind. And I can tell you, I think we're going to see some real changes out there. And this cue and uh, William Barr, I think, might be what happens. It, it could really be colossal in this country what happens. And I think it's going to change the face of politics unlike we've never seen before. And by the way, what I meant to say, today I heard Kamala Harris talking about being impeached. It gets in Maxine Waters. It gets tiresome. Is that the best you can do? After the midterm election, that's all you can do? That is really, if you were from the right, I would say the same thing. Get to work for the American people. But what I think might happen, if they continue this talk, they may need a distraction. And you know the power's that be, they want war. And if they say to, to Trump, hey, listen, the only way you're going to get saved out of this impeachment talk is if you go to war and the whole nation, left and right, will rally in front of you and, and defend your position. I hope that doesn't happen, just like it happened in 2003 with Bush. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't think they're going to get anywhere. Even if they try to impeach, I don't think the Senate's ever going to go for it. They'll, they'll never get it through. I think punching Trump is like punching Jello. The harder you punch him, the, the more it pumps back at you. And that's what his chart shows. 
This, this guy, I'm telling you, he's a lot stronger. I'm not pro-Trump or I'm not anti-Trump. I'm just reporting what I'm reading in the chart. In fact, this YouTube video I'm putting out is really going to have a detailed analysis of him. And it's really cool. It shows all the visuals. And one of the things I noticed about him was just how much punch this guy's got. I mean, love him or hate him, because a lot of people like him, a lot of people hate him. And I can see why. He's he's like a bulldozer. He just comes in and creates a path. And he's actually been weak, believe it or not, most of his presidency. He's about to gain strength this September, more than he's ever had. And there's some crazy stuff that's going to be happening here from everything I can see. And I think it's connected to this whole thing with Barr. I think they're busy unearthing a lot of stuff that's going to come out. And when it does, I think it's going to be like a grenade in the room in Washington. When I see Hillary that boasts almost every day talking about Trump and what he's been doing and what supposedly has been hiding and the Russians, blah, blah, blah. After everything she has done, Benghazi, the server, you name it. How can somebody would have the, uh, pardon my French, but the balls to come out and continue to, I will be hiding under a pillow. Just please forget about me. I'll just disappear into oblivion. But she keeps out there going on and on and on. How come we haven't seen the likes of Hillary go to jail? Well, that's where I'm going here with all this. I think that Barr and this special prosecutor, what was his name? He just, uh, not a special prosecutor, but this, um, I forget his name in Washington. He assigned oh, to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the investigator. Uh, this is what, what's going to happen. I, I really think we're going to see a lot of stuff come out very soon. I would expect it sometime around August, September, and it's going to hit the fan by this fall. That's what I think. Yeah, and what's when his it's name? done, some heads are going to really roll. Yeah, now he was talking about the, the, this new prosecutor that, that's, uh, the, uh, what is he? He's an attorney general, I believe, and he's going to be looking into all of this from the beginning of the Russia well, investigation. Barr's attorney general. I forget the other guy's name. I didn't have it written down here, but he's the one that Barr hired. He's already put him in place, and he, I forget what his name was, but um, he is an attorney that's been on. I'm Earth sorry, a U.S. attorney, yes. That's right. There's a, a lot been going on. I've heard that they've been investing the, investigating the Clintons for the last two years. There's a lot more going on. It's a lot deeper than, than I think. I, and by the time we're done with it all, I, I think that's where this is all going to go. Yeah, U.S. And attorney. U.S. It's attorney. Get Trump in in 220. John Durham. That's his name. And uh, appointed Durham, by. You. Right. Appointed John by. Durham. By bar, and he's about to enter the center of a partisan firestorm in Washington. I hope something happens, really, because otherwise we have wasted so much time, so many millions of dollars. And imagine all that time, and though that money would have been going into something else. And then you have Nadler, who almost passed out last week. I wonder if it was because he really felt sick or he knows what's coming. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit of both. I think there's some real nervous. That's what I've been hearing. There's some real nervous energy going on right now. A lot of folks are getting investigated and they're just finding out that they are. And I think it's Durham and Barr that are. And, and that's just the beginning of the rabbit hole. I think this has been going on a while from what I've heard. Yeah, let me ask you a politically incorrect question. I wonder if you could look into your chart about what I'm about to ask you. Because Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, of course, he's more likable now. But this all happened after or during and after 
McCain, I'm not going to say that he died. I'm not going to say he was killed or, or was suicided or what have you. But this happened after. You remember when, during his funeral, when, uh, what was his name? The, the Trump's chief of staff. He was there looking at Lindsey Graham. He kept just pointing at him saying, I'm watching you. Because he totally changed. If you look at Lindsey Graham before, he was totally against Trump. Totally bomb, 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 Iran, like McCain. They were psychics. And ever since McCain disappeared from the map, he changed. And I wonder if somebody had a talk with them and, and, and to tell them, listen, I know what you've been doing. You've committed treason in the past. And you better turn and help us or you're going to go the McCain way and maybe even Papa Bush way. Is there a way you can put into your chart if McCain died natural causes or something else happened? Was that his day to die or something else happened? Yeah, I've heard all kinds of theories about that, and I really don't know. Yeah, let me see what, what I can get here. Hang on a second. Uh, but I think you're getting real close there when we talk about how that whole Bush funeral was very mysterious. A lot of notices got handed out. Everybody was looking at it. Everyone looked very nervous. There was some weird stuff going on. And now you're getting a lot closer to what I was saying earlier. The owners really run this behind the scenes. I think it was Rockefeller says, I don't care who makes the laws, just give me control of the money. Yeah. And there you go. So what we see on the entertainment channels called the news and the teleprompter readers all planted in front of cameras really doesn't, it's not true. It's just entertainment. It's dissension. It's keeping everyone off bay. Until Operation it's, Mockingbird. I get McCain probably died. I get he died. I, I think he had cancer and died is what it showed. That's what it leans towards. I personally don't buy it, but, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. yield to you, but when he I, had I that boot, says, you know. remember he was wearing a boot on his left leg and um, Hillary was wearing one on her left leg. And the week after, they were both wearing a boot on the right leg. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that. The same thing with the black eyes, and this is a Masonic thing. You can Google it, folks. Just find out black eye Masonic or Masonic black eye, and you'll see how many people have the black eye on their left eye, Bush, the Pope, Carrie. I mean, anybody who's anybody in Hollywood, uh, Robert Downey Jr., you see the black eye. It's almost like an initiation, and you have to go out there and show yourself with the black eye. And remember when happened to Bush and he said that he choked on some popcorn or something in the White House? Oh, yeah. 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 That's why I'll, I'll always skip that club. I don't want to belong to that club. So yeah. what is happening to the United States before? I, I think this is probably, if you thought 2016 was going to be a polarizing time, I think 2020 will be the most polarizing political election, general election in history. Yeah, I think right now we are at a precipice. It's interesting because this country is just a little over 240 years old. You know what happens about every 240 years? It's not exact. You have a Pluto mm. conjunction. Now, I know a lot of people will laugh to say, oh, they, they made Pluto not a planet. Well, my observation in analyzing astrology is it absolutely is accurate. And it may be little, but it sure seems to be mighty. 
And um, we just had some unprecedented cycles happen in the United States. For the first time in 240 years, uh, we have moved into what we call a Pluto return. And it actually looks positive for this country. I think the owners told Trump, and that's probably why he's in there, kick the lids off these resources, get the machine running, because I think there's going to be a currency reset. And we're definitely going to head into a digital world on that. But one of the things they've got to do is offset this colossal debt. And when you take the hundreds of trillions that the Western financial systems indebted with, and no one really knows that for sure, and China's right in bed with us with all the... the uh, treasury bonds and everything else that they've got. So we're at a point where they've got to do some resetting. And I hear these, there's SDRs, there's partial gold backing, they're going to use blockchains. No one really knows, but they're certainly up to something here on a revaluation. And that's the reason why I think they've got Trump in there. Kick the lids off all the resources, open them up, get them going, because we got a reset. And I think that's where it's going. That's why I think they're going to get them back in in 220. Because they got to. This this whole system has been shut down. And, and these trade talks with China, I think, is ac absolutely excellent. Because what it's going to do, I hear they want to revalue the currencies more to a leveler. I don't know exactly equal for sure, but a leveler playing field. So that the import-exporting can be more even. And I, I really think this is the symbolism of the astrology we have going on right now between now and January and now and the winter solstice of 220. We're going into a whole new world. They're going to get their new world order. They already got it. You know, the, the money printers already got it. They're just rearranging it into a new system, in my opinion. Well, I was going to start talking about this and you, you opened the door, but I was thinking about how these parasites behind the Federal Reserve and all the central banks around the world, they're so clever. In the United States, if we need money, what do we do? What do they do? Just to press a few buttons and they create the money in the Bureau of, of, of uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, I forgot. Yeah, they're smart. Well, and they're, they're so well implemented. You know, I mean, it's so hard to get... Uh, anyone else to bring a system in. You know, we've heard all these rumors where China and Russia are going to try and shove in. And, and I don't see it. I think they got to play ball. I, I really believe that um, where they're at is they're going to implement a new system and everybody sitting at the top of the hill is going to be involved. It's oh, like I know George Carlin I, said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. You, ain't in and it. I, you and I ain't in the big club. Where I was going with this, Jeff, it's the... Uh, Bureau of Engraving. But these people, these parasites are so clever. Instead of just, here's, here you go, U.S. Treasury, here's the money we're lending you. They basically sell the treasuries to other countries so that we right. cannot go to them and say, with the Marines, this is what I would do, and I've been told by a few of our guests, send the Marines to the Federal Reserve and immediately revoke their lease. Because what they have is a lease uh, on a franchise. And we immediately take ownership of our treasury. And all that debt that they issued becomes null and void. The problem is you have China with trillions of dollars and Japan and the rest of them who are going to take that as an act of war because we owe them the money that they bought for those treasuries. But that's what I would do. Everybody, oh, let's audit the Fed. Don't audit it. Just abolish it and start all over. And I've, I've seen in the past few days, I don't know how 
credible these sources are, but that Trump really wants to go back to the gold standard. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah, I've definitely heard that, at least partially backed. But again, if you go back in time, you know, before Nixon, some people might say, yes, but that might constrict the economy. Yeah, th these are interesting times. I think the blockchain is another area I've been hearing. There's all kinds of theories. I've heard that they're going to try and get a partially backed gold system, plus they're going to use special drawing rights, which are based on the natural resources. Again, that's why I think the owners have Trump in right now to allow that to happen. You know, we, they want this country back up and running. We used to take subscriptions on Bitcoin, but I wasn't paying attention to that much. And I leave that bank, I'm not that bank, I leave that alone with Coinbase. And I was curious, about three weeks ago, I went and looked and like, oh, wow, this has gone up quite a bit. And then I looked again three weeks later, and it went up 50%. Have you seen wow. Bitcoin lately? No, I have not. I don't know. I think that it's predicted to go to the to the to the moon. It's supposed to really take off. They say Bitcoin could be worth a million dollars. A million dollars. That's outrageous. what McAfee says. What's that? That's what McAfee. You know McAfee, James yeah. John yeah, McAfee. Yeah. That's right. he says that it's going to go to a million. And I used to think that's a joke, but the I think he might be right. He might be right. And uh, some companies under the radar. I hear some companies are transacting with Bitcoin. They don't want to tell their public. They don't want to just tell it on their websites. But if you go, and I'm not going to name names here, but there are certain big companies where you go and you can actually pay with Bitcoin. Some people are just scared. They think that the, the banking industry, I, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if Bitcoin is a Trojan horse where they want a cashless society. And, you know, once you have all your money in digits, all it takes is a... Oh, what do you call totally it? Uh, an EMP. Totally. An EMP. And you, if there's an EMP and all technology dies the next day, how do you and I transact aside from bartering again? No, you don't. You don't. Absolutely. In fact, it's already getting that way. And when you look at how little people use cash, it's, you know, it's, it's really kind of scary. And I think it's going to go that way eventually. It's, all, it's already going. Yeah. And so many people are using their credit cards for you know, cashback bonuses or miles. I see it. I'm in the retail business and I see, and my colleagues tell me, you know, they hardly see any cash coming their way. People are not paying with cash. And uh, not only that, but Visa and MasterCard, they're giving retailers. They came to me about two years ago and I de declined, but they will give you $10,000, $10,000 if you stop using cash or wow. stop taking Great. cash, just take credit cards. And I said, no. I don't want to just join that club yet. Yeah, I, I really think this is what's on the radar screen in the next couple of years. We're really going to see some unprecedented changes. There's no question about it. I, I don't know that we're going to see any big, huge, major wars. I sure hope we don't. I don't think anybody would win, number one. And they've got to keep these little feuds going. It's very profitable. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that we're going to see any major, major outbreaks. I hope so, too, at the same I hope, time. I hope that's correct. You lived in Tucson, and you know who's here, Raytheon. It's oh, yeah. one of the biggest defense contracts of the United States. And I have a lot of friends who work there, and they're working hard. They're suspending vacations. I also hear from other people who know subcontractors 
around the United States, and some of them are working three shifts. Like the companies, they're open 24-7. Why would that be happening unless something wasn't in the horizon, Jeff? I tell you, uh, we are spending more on military right now. It's creepy. I mean, you think about it. You know, I mentioned this before. If you're 80 years old, if you take a calculator and you take 60 seconds times 60, which is a minute, multiply that times, you know, 24, that's a day, you are about 2.5 billion seconds old at 80. Well, guess what? A trillion seconds is 11,700 something years. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. We're spending over a trillion dollars a year right now in military. That's a lot of money. That's a, an awful lot of money. And this is when people say, oh, Mel, you're a liberal. <laughs> when, they say, when they say, give me a fraction of that. And believe me, this country, the infrastructure, the education, uh, teachers need to be paid more. And this is, the, 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 this is nothing to do with being liberal or conservative. This is just the right thing to do. When you have the people who shape the minds of our children, and they're being underpaid. And I see that, see it all the time because I have friends who are teachers. And they tell me, you know, I have to buy from my own pocket. I have to buy supplies all the time because there's not enough. That to me is ridiculous. And then I have my friends who work for Raytheon. And, you know, some of these missiles cost a million dollars a pop. It's just, it does not make sense. Well, let's look at some of them. I'm sure you've heard about some of the tactical uh, new military vehicles that are used for crowd control. They oh, actually yes. Have They're weapons. non-lethal weapons. Yes. Oh, it's creepy. And they've got a lot of this stuff. That's where it's all going. We're going to see lasers and particle beam weapons. It's, it's going to be like Star Wars here real soon, if it isn't already, from what I'm hearing. I think they keep the laser parts, I think, that's been available for many, many years. But I think they keep it under the radar, quote unquote, no pun intended, because when you start using lasers, that obviously replace, that replaces certain traditional ordinance that costs a lot of money. You bet. But yeah, I don't know if you've seen, world. I don't know if you've seen somebody from California sent me a couple of videos. I think it was California. And they were, it's Sacramento actually, it, on the train tracks. They saw this, I lost count. It was almost like 15 minutes of tank after tank, but there were not the regular tanks. And some of the... Yeah, that's uh, all the newer... Uh, high-tech equipment yes, with the lasers and the exactly. particle beams and the psychotron. Oh, yeah, it's it's there. But you would expect them to be, if we're going to be going toward the Middle East again, you would see the, you know, kind of beige look. No, no, no. They were dark, green, almost like if it's for urban warfare for crowd yeah, control. People speculate. If that's the case, honestly, between you and I, I see that happening, happening more than the next world war. I think, bear with me, because the thought is in my mind right now before we take the break. I think this is what's happening. The New World Order is right in our doorstep. The, the powers that want to be want it. And I think Hillary was going to be the one who's going to usher the New World Order. Trump stopped it, in my opinion. Hopefully. I may be just dreaming here, folks, but I'm going to have faith that this is true. At least give me a chance for this election. What happens the next one, you know, what happens in the second uh, term, that's when all bets are off. But what they really want is four regions, the American Union, the European Union, the Asian Union, and the African Union. And that's it. One world currency, one world police, one world military. And they're and getting close. I don't think close. they're in a hurry to get there. They, they don't need to get there tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's, it's all coming. 
But if you look at the, the way they want to continue to disarm us, and even with Trump in power, they continue with these false flag events. And I'm not saying that all of them are fakes, faked, but a lot of them are. And you see a lot of the actors just repeat it, repeat it, and people don't even question it. I think that's the last bastion. We are the last bastion. Once they take the guns away from... I mean, look at what happened in New Zealand. Almost like a, a 9-11 there. The oh, yeah. next day, yeah. they had the, the law already implemented and draconian laws came along. This prime minister in, in New Zealand, I don't know. She is a little bit worrisome to me. Yeah, the, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. I, one of the things I do have to say that I think Trump is going to probably do, and that he is, he is going to really see if he can't implement the military control over the financial system. That's where I see it going ultimately. Military control over the financial system. You mean what I said? To send the Marines to, to take care of the Federal Reserve? I don't know if that'll directly happen, but I know something's up. It's something really big, and it's very hard to read. It's very, very hard to read, but something unprecedented is coming at the end of this year. There's a uh, – the United States chart shows it, and so does Trump's chart show it. It's, it's something out of the blue that we're not expecting. And I'm, I'm actually working on that. I don't have that definitively yet. I hope to have that fairly soon. But something out of the blue is happening here. And it's really hard to put our fingers on. I can say that. I, I've spoken to a number of other people in remote viewing and psychic. They can't read it at 100% either. But that's what I'm reading in the astrology is expect the unexpected coming up by the end of this year into the first part of next. I honestly, my gut feeling says that Trump is... Trump has a few things on his sleeve and he's waiting till before the election to bring it out. I think he's yeah. just very, very being very what tactical, playing 4D, 5D chess. I think that Q has been mentioning. I think there's going to be some serious head rolling here. There was an attempt to make a coup. And I think that's going to get exposed. I think a lot of people in high places are going to come rolling down. I think they're going to come tumbling down. And I well, think we're going to see it soon. Jeff, how is this not obvious? The names of the people already out there, the texts are out there, the transcripts are out there, even though they have been redacted, most of them. But you can see that this was an attempted coup. And this equals treason, like Lynn yeah, Cheney said sure. a few days ago. Yeah, because the rabbit hole goes deep, and they got to do it the right way, and that takes a lot of time. Yeah, especially now that this is over with the investigation, hopefully. Although they're not going to let it go. Instead of just getting out there and, and, and legislating things or, or just uh, abolish some laws. I mean, for every law that comes out, they should abolish some laws. I mean, how many laws do we really need in the United States all the time? Well, it's interesting, Thomas. You, you heard about the 13th Amendment, the original 13th Amendment. I think the one we have now is great. Nobody should be indentured into slavery. But the original 13th Amendment prior to the Civil War was no barrister or attorney could ever seek the White House. And every time we've had an attorney in there, we've had nothing but trouble. 
Nothing but trouble. Did you know that? Thomas Jefferson. In fact, they say that was the mystery surrounding the war. I think it was 1812 or 1820. Remember when they burned the White House that came in from Canada? And apparently they had tried several times to ratify the 13 original states to get the 13th Amendment, which was to prevent barristers and attorneys from becoming in public office in high places. I think it was the presidency and some other offices. And what happened... They thwarted it every time. Finally, Virginia did ratify it. In fact, you can Google this. It's actually, there's some uh, uh, detectives who had brought this out. They haven't gotten too far with it, uh, obviously. Who's going to let that one go? And what they did is they printed like 10,000 copies. And this is back in the 1800s, before the Civil War. They printed all these copies and disseminated them, which didn't do them any good because they still buried it. And then the Civil War broke out. Well, when the Civil War ended, of course, they wrote the current 13th Amendment, which is wonderful. I mean, I think it's great. There should be no slavery of any human being whatsoever. But they omitted that original 13th Amendment. They buried it. And uh, check that out sometime. It's on the Internet. It's really an interesting thing. And that's where they keep creating so much red tape. You can't get anything done. It's like half the lawsuits. I have so many clients that are being sued because these fancy law firms are drumming up all these charges. I've got clients who they own businesses. They're going out of business because the illegal aliens come in and then the state backs them in a lawsuit to sue them for some frivolous thing. And they're not even citizens. It's like, how can this happen? This is insanity. I really don't understand that either. And folks, believe me, my parents escaped communism. So I have a heart for that. But it comes to a point, it's different times. I was saying early. Yeah, and and I really don't understand. I mean, look at California and and look at all these. New York's the same way. New York's the same way. And now. So Chicago. And by the way, what you were saying about how many presidents being attorneys, that's 57% of all our presidents, 44 presidents, uh, 57% are all attorneys. And some people say, well, because they know the law. Wait a second. I know a lot of attorneys that don't know a clue of how to handle business. And so people say, but look at Trump. He's a businessman. He's not a politician. Well, that's what we need, folks. If you don't have enough tax revenue to take care of this country, stop borrowing. You need to have a balanced budget all the time. So you do need a businessman. A businessman, if it doesn't take he or she take care of their business by acting immediately, your business crumbles. And the yep. same thing happens with the United States. It's a corporation. Let's not also yeah. doubt about that. You know what the American legal system is, don't you? B-A-R, our British accredited uh, registry? No. The, the finest system money can buy. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> and that's what it is. I mean, who he who has the money wins. It's that simple. It's the finest system money can buy. And that's exactly, I see this repeatedly. And we're seeing the same thing in Washington. This whole rat's nest is all created by all the dissension. Oh, you can't do this unless that's been approved. Or we have to go get this lifted in order to do that. It's so much red tape, you can't get anything done. Nothing. And I see the same thing in business. People are just losing their shirts from all these fancy lawsuits. My God, you can go bankrupt in five seconds from a lawsuit. And it's unprecedented when many of these illegal aliens are backed by the states and attacked for the very company we're working for. And even if you're innocent, it could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars to prove it. 
And by the way, hey, I, said, I said 44 presidents, 45 president, obviously with President Trump there. But one last thing, then we'll take a break. And one hour just went by. And we're just having this discussion because too many things are happening. But I believe as of yesterday, Jeff, 15 states are ratifying laws that will give the electoral college votes to the winner of the general election, not the state election. And your towns over there in L.A. and New York City could actually determine the future of the entire nation. But we'll discuss that when we come back. Try to do a, a reading on your chart to see if this is might even happen. But how can people learn more about your work, your services, your website? Oh, yeah. The, the easiest way is go to Jeff at JeffHarman.com. It's H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Yeah, it's, it's great because I like to look at people in readings with their cycles, just like Donald Trump. I can tell you he's got cycles that are unprecedented. And I look at the same thing in people's own cycles. When we come back, folks, I want to I don't want you to think that we're just being ethnocentrist here by stating the United States. Many of you are outside of the United States. I'm going to touch Europe. I'm going to touch Asia. I'm going to touch Australia, New Zealand, the rest of the world. A lot of things are happening there, and I don't want to forget you. This is Mel Fabregas. My special guest today is Jeff Harmon. We'll be right back. See you in the member section. Thank you for listening to the first part of this very important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the members section or subscribe at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and other great products. Thank you. <laughs>